Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Take as little as three minutes to see if you could save on motorcycle insurance with Progressive. Come on, you've spent more time than that trying to name your bike. Hmm, how about the Crusher? I guess it's not really crushing anything. The Silver Bolt? No. Oh, oh, what about Pepper? Mysterious. Is it a pet or a condiment? Surprise! It's a motorcycle. Uh, no, that's stupid. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hey, we're 15 minutes away from another keyword. The keyword that you will enter at the website for a chance at $1,000. And in the 5 o'clock hour, well, we'll have another keyword, but we'll also have the return of the Moist Line people. All right. All right so in this world of fast-moving news, sometimes it's fake. And thanks to social media, people like to just jump on everything. Last year, last fall at the border in Texas... There was a problem in that we had a lot of migrants trying to get into the United States. And there was a huge cluster of migrants from a certain country, Haiti. And then, of course, there were journalists there. They were taking pictures. One journalist took pictures where it was decided, uh-oh, the agents, and they were on horseback, are whipping the migrants. They're using whips. Kamala Harris said it reminded her of times of slavery. Mm. Joe Biden repeated the whipping claims. Uh, here we are many months later, and there's finally a report on all that happened. Yeah, Biden said to reporters to see people treated like they did 
Horses barely running over, people being strapped. It's outrageous. I promise you these people will pay. Well, it was all a lie because now, after a 511-page report, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection Office found no evidence that agents struck intentionally or otherwise any migrant with their reins. And that's nope. what people were seeing. They weren't actual whips like part of their equipment. They were the horse reins. Yeah. So, and because of the way the photographs came out, people thought they were using the reins as whips. It was an optical illusion, and Biden and Kamala Harris just stood there and lied. They should have gone inside and sat down with uh, people who were there and examined the photos and said nothing. But that's not what happened. Let's get to Brandon Judd on. Yeah, the Border Patrol Union President, Brandon Judd, welcome back to the show. The National Border Patrol Council. Brandon, how are you? Yeah, it's good to be with you, but it gets even worse than that. It's not even like he's issued an apology yet. He's not even come out and told these agents that he's sorry for wrongfully accusing them of a criminal act. He has ruined their career. Although they're still employed by the Border Patrol, their careers are ruined. And they're ruined because he preemptively came out and made a false statement against them and has yet to acknowledge it and own up to it. Uh, why, why can't they just go back to work and continue with their careers the way they should be? What happens uh, to them now? They, uh, the agency has the right to put them on administrative duties pending an investigation, um, and, and that's, the, that's what they did here. The problem is, is that 511-page report, it says nothing. Um, when you look at the charges that they brought against the, the agents, the administrative charges, or the or what they say they violated the policy, this is one of the these are some of the flimsiest cases I have ever seen in my 25 year career. This is something where these investigators, these are executive branch employees. Their boss is the, the top boss is the president of the United States. They saw that the president of the United States ruined these agents' careers, and they knew darn good and well that he could do the exact same thing to them if they did not find fault. Again, it's a very, very flimsy um, in, in investigation. It says nothing. So they, they've come up while they're cleared of whipping the migrants. They came up with some other uh, crimes, other infractions. Can you go through what, uh, what, what, what now these, uh, these yeah, officers... Something about unnecessary force. Yeah, what, what, is, the, what is that specifically? What, what are they saying the, uh, the patrol yeah. agents did? <laughs> So, so what, this, what this, these investigators failed to do is they failed to take into consideration what was happening at the time. This was the largest illegal immigration event in the history of the United States. We've never even come close to seeing anything like this. To their back, they had over 10,000 people that were under bridge. There were so many people that CBP couldn't even take them into custody. It was such a dangerous situation that the state of Texas had to send out DPS um, officers to control the situation. They had that to their back. They had several hundred people to their front crossing the border illegally, a criminal act that was taking place in front of them. Their job was to stop these people from crossing the border illegally. It's amazing. It's because of their professionalism that nobody was hurt. Then you look at, the, uh, you look at what Commissioner Magnus said, that they used inappropriate language. Again, they failed to take into consideration the totality of the circumstances. You are going to use colorful language when a male is putting a child and a woman in front of him in the river. Had that child and woman fallen into that river, a river already taken 
hundreds of lives. Had those children fallen, had that child and woman fallen into the river, that agent would have had to put his life in danger and would have had to go into the river. So that that male put not only a woman and child in danger, he put the life of an agent, agent in danger. Of course, colorful language is going to use. What would anybody else do? And that, and that colorful language, it was it, it, skeptical at best. So, yeah, uh, again, very, very flimsy report, very shoddy investigation. It was all done to appease the president of the United States, who had already passed judgment. It, it also shows that Biden and Harris have a, a terrible, vicious bias against the Border Patrol agents, because anybody reasonable would have waited for an investigation before they'd come out and say anything. Absolutely. We already know that they that they hate the mission of, border, uh, of the Border Patrol. They hate Border Patrol agents. They do not like um, that we're out there actually trying to enforce the laws and keep the American public safe. We've had 100,000 100, um, uh, overdose deaths last year, a record. We're on pace to break that this year, and they continue to do nothing. While we're trying to do what's best by the American public, they do nothing and they vilify us when we try to do the best that we can, the, the jobs that we were sent out to do. Yeah, a lot of this focused on the horse patrol unit, and I guess the horses are good for crowd control. Isn't that kind of what the idea behind them? Yeah, if you look at if you look at um, NYPD, that's what they use their horses for. They use them for crowd control. Lots of agencies use use the horses for, for for crowd control. Yet uh, Commissioner Magnus today came out and said, "Well, our horses shouldn't be used for for, for crowd control." What 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 is the height of hypocrisy? Is that the secretary himself was out there and he saw that the horses were being used for for crowd control, and he said nothing about it. He had no problem with it. But now that the president said something, they must justify him. Well, this is really a scapegoating situation, isn't it? They, yeah, they, they, exactly. they, they, they jumped to a, an embarrassing public conclusion, and now they've, they've got nowhere to go but trump up some minor charges you, to uh, justify the whole investigation yeah. and the whole commotion. Do you think it took this long, Brandon, because yep. they were looking for whipping evidence that they couldn't find? <laughs> No, they they knew that they didn't have any criminal. They, they knew that they didn't have any criminality right from the get go. They knew that it took so long because they had to come up with some sort of violation. They had to look high and low to find some sort of violation. That's why it took so long. But that's another piece of this. This investigation was completed in April, nearly three months ago. It was completed, and they're barely getting around to this. That's another violation on their part. They must serve agents with a disciplinary proposal at the earliest opportune time. This investigation was done three months ago, and they're barely getting around to it. The reason why they're barely getting around to it was because they had to develop their talking points. They had to develop their PR points because they knew that people like you are going to be all over them, and rightfully so. And by the way, thank you. Oh, thank you, Brandon. Uh, is, it's always uh, good to talk to you. Uh, yeah, just one more thing. Is there any uh, uh, appeals board or uh, court case that you can make out of this? Yeah, or? Yes, yes. So right now this is just a proposal stage. The agents, through our attorneys, they will make their case. Um, a, final, a final decision will be issued by the agency, and after that final decision, then we'll be able to appeal it to an unbiased third party, an outside third party. All right. All right, Brandon. We'll talk with you again then. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. All right. That's the Border Patrol Union President Brandon Judd. The National Border Patrol Council is the union for the agents. And uh, he's responding to the report that's finally come out about what happened last September in Del Rio, Texas, 
when yeah. we had the agents on horseback confronting Haitian migrants. When you have woke jerks in government and woke jerks in the media, they can whip up a fake storm and ruin the reputations of really good men and women who work very hard. Uh, the, 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 the idea that you're going you're gonna to charge people with using bad language when there's 10,000 Haitians illegally crossing the border, first of all, most of those people wouldn't even understand the bad language to begin with. Right. Well, but, you know, but, if you believe in open borders, you want to paint to Border Patrol people as bad people, so you, well, 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 why not you, you glom on to a whipping story as far as you can take it. Well, if you believe in open borders, why don't you dismantle the uh, Border Patrol then? Just get rid of it. Anything goes. What's the point of making them go out there and, and try to run interference when you're going to um, uh, destroy their reputations for doing their job? Then just cl close down the Border Patrol. Make it really wide open. What's the point? All right. As soon as we come back, it's time for another keyword that you can enter at the website, KFIAM640.com, for a chance to win some money. John and Ken, KFI. Uh, we mentioned last hour that Elon Musk has decided uh, to withdraw his offer to acquire Twitter. That's the breaking news this afternoon. $44 billion. One thing worth noting, though, um, the Twitter board can accept a $1 billion breakup fee or there could be a court battle. So uh, I didn't realize that by backing out of the deal, he supposedly will have to uh, pay a billion dollars to Twitter. Well, he won't notice that. You can't just walk away from that. He has a couple hundred billion. So. I think the story is wondering if he'll try to get more. Yeah. Twitter will try to get more from him. Yeah, bad, bad timing. I mean, it turned out to be mistaken timing because the stock market uh, uh, crashed shortly after he put in the bid. Right. Wasn't right. counting on that, so. But I thought the the bid was more about just because he's annoyed with Twitter and all their censorship. I thought that's really why he was doing this. Yeah, I don't. I don't think a whole I, new. I don't think it was worth taking that much of a hit, though. Because he probably said, "Well, you know, I'm into this. So should I start my own social media like Trump's tried to do, or should I just take over the one that's obviously uh, the big favorite around the world?" So. I don't know. He's launching rockets. He's manufacturing electric cars. And he's still digging underground tunnels for cars. Digging right? underground tunnels. I mean, if you're capable of doing that, if you're capable of sending rockets out into space and, and coming up with a revolutionary car and burrowing tunnels underground, why do you want to run a system so woke people could argue they're garbage? I mean, that's just wasted life. The price of gasoline isn't talked about as much. It's come down, but we've said this before. It goes up like a rocket and comes down like a feather. It's still well over $6 a gallon here in Southern California. Uh, Reuters has reported this week that for some reason, uh, Joe Biden's energy department has been releasing millions of barrels of oil. It's called the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, the SBR, to Europe and Asian countries, including China. Uh, well, Biden ordered the Department of Energy to release a total of 260 million barrels of oil over the last eight months to combat the high prices for American consumers. But meanwhile, more than five million barrels of oil were sold to foreign countries, including countries controlled by the Chinese Communist Party. Yeah, and specifically a company that the Chinese Communist Party controls and... Hunter Biden's equity firm was and maybe still is an investor. Hmm. Uh, was that on purpose? <laughs> just accidentally that company got a million barrels of oil just by chance? 
Wait, how are they? How are they connected to the? Oh, he's got investments in a firm that well, owns he has, the... he has an equity firm. He's a co-founder of an equity firm right. that invested in this Chinese oil company. And this Chinese oil company just got a, a million barrels of oil from uh, from us. Yeah. From oh, us. Maybe I, I have to scrutinize my mutual funds. Maybe I have holdings in some sort of Chinese communist party oil company. I, yeah. I have no idea. Yeah. No, but 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 the thing is, Biden is the co-founder of the equity company. It's not, not just yeah. he has a passive investment. That's he true, has right? he's the founder, and they chose to invest their money in a Chinese oil company. It, it's not like buying into a mutual fund or anything. They chose to do that, and then he's claiming that, or his people are claiming that. Oh, they don't know. They no longer have that investment. But according to the Chinese records, yeah, Hunter Biden still has a piece of the company. Tell you something, if you're tired of the January 6th hearings, if the Republicans take over the House of Representatives, this is all you're going to see next year. Hunter Biden hearings. That's apparently what they plan to do, and they're not masking uh, the, the strong possibility that that's what they're going to do. Oh, they're so. definitely going to do that. And that'll be another tail taser. <laughs> uh, tail chaser. Uh, meanwhile, a tail I reverse the letters. Yeah. <laughs> the Strategic Petroleum Reserve has fallen. To about 492 million barrels of oil, which is the lowest it's been since December of 1985. The current level is also 20% lower than the level recorded days prior to Biden's first release of oil from the reserves in late November. This thing's been around since 1975 it was established, and you can probably imagine why. We had some real gas problems in the early well, 70s. Well, they, they were hoping to get a, maybe a, a, a quick dump of oil onto the market might lower the, the price noticeably, and it didn't. Right. Because it's, it's too small an amount. Right. And again, the call is for more domestic oil production so we don't have to go to countries like Saudi Arabia and beg for their oil. It's interesting that the story says that some of the oil went to China, but I read another story today that we may have to go to China for oil, too. Do they have a lot? We know Russia has oil, and obviously we know the Middle East has oil. I don't know. I don't know, I don't really I don't know, know about the oil have. reserves in China. I, yes, that's why I don't know why we're giving choice. Uh, I mean, a million barrels is not very much, that's why, but why would you give them at all? Like right. Because it's such a small amount of oil, to especially to a huge country like China. Why are we doing it at all? And it just happens to be Hunter Biden's uh, connection. That that's what's weird. It's like because a million doesn't mean anything. Yeah, obviously. Uh, so you know the criticism is that the Biden administration is limiting new oil and gas leases on federal lands. Well, uh, the Department of Interior issued a plan last week banning offshore oil and gas leasing in the Atlantic and Pacific, and uh, they don't want to hold. They want to hold between zero and eleven lease sales. In federal waters through the year 2028, which and is pretty minimal. What's, inc what's incredibly stupid is we need the oil, and if we're not going to get it, we'll buy it from somewhere else. But it's the same amount of hydrocarbons that go into the atmosphere because the atmosphere is all one, isn't it? Yeah. So it doesn't matter if we take it from our land, our water, or they take it in Saudi Arabia or Iran. It's the same amount of hydrocarbons. So this is incredibly stupid. It just means that we can't supply our own oil. We're dependent on all kinds of violent, crazy countries. And we're beholden to the, the world's oil supply problems instead of solving it at home. It's the worst policy imaginable. Only stupid people would do this.
No intelligent government would do this. All right. When we come back, we know that California government meddles in just about everything. The news yesterday is that we're not going to start producing our own insulin. And you may not know this. We already make eyeglasses. We do. The California does. I mean, I'm talking about private companies. I'm talking about state government. I'm talking about prisoners. <laughs> we'll talk about all this coming up. Johnny Kensho, KFI. Well, when police visited the home of the Highland Park, Illinois mass shooter, Bobby Cremo, back in 2019, because he was threatening to kill himself and everybody else with his knife collection, they determined he was a clear and present danger. But in the final police report, that was removed. We're going to talk about it with Alex Stone, ABC News correspondent for KFI, after 4 o'clock. And in what we can call another edition of Dumb and Dumber, Bobby Cremo's father is dumb, and now his brother, Dumber, did an interview with CNN and was asked, would you have sponsored your nephew for a gun application back in 2019 after this happened? We'll play his response in the four o'clock. Both of those guys should be ordered to undergo vasectomies immediately. Yeah. Just in case. We've got to put an end to that genetic line now. 50 or 60 years old. uh, Just you never know. You never know. Can't take any chances. All right. Well, you know, I never fail to be surprised about the state of California's welfare state. Um, We've mentioned this before. A third of Californians, 40% of the state's children, 5.2 million kids are in Medi-Cal. A third of the state and 40% of the children. We're talking about Medi-Cal for a couple of reasons, but there's a story today in the El Segundo Times that I did not realize, so I read it because it kind of surprised me. Uh, Apparently, uh, in the case of providing eyeglasses to people on Medi-Cal, They come from prisoners. Yes, there are nearly 300 prisoners in the state of California who one of their jobs in prison is to make eyeglasses for the poor. And they do it badly. Well, that's the main slant of the story that... (laughs) Very badly. The glasses are coming late and sometimes they're broken or they're the wrong prescription. Yeah, I think making eyeglasses, that's one of those precision jobs. Uh, You have to get it just so, right? Didn't you think they made license plates? Isn't that what yes, used to they, always they, believe? they made license plates. <laughs> it's hard to screw up a license plate. And if it's a little off, it doesn't really matter. But with eyeglasses, you got to be right down to the millimeter. Do you think part of the problem is that there's just not enough prisoners left to make them? <laughs> They've released everybody. <laughs> How many right. tens of thousands so, of inmates have been released? Yeah, what's left? <laughs> well, the they truth? are blaming part of this on COVID. But they don't mention that they emptied wait, the prisons wait, 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 out. Wait, wait, wait a second. They make eyeglasses badly, and that's because of COVID. Really? Well, because people are sick, there's absences, so there's uh, not enough people in the labs. And I guess the ones that are there are tired and doing shoddy work. I don't know. You why, can... why, why, why are we doing this? There's plenty of uh, private eyeglass companies. The rest oh, but of them... that's far more expensive. Yeah, for a reason. It's professional far, yeah. precision work. You need skills to do it. It's supposed to be expensive. Well, the state was trying to save money by using the prisoners oh, to make oh, the eyeglasses. Oh, they're trying to save money now, are they? They've been doing this since 1988. I had no idea. Yeah, uh, well. they, they contract with the California Prison Industry Authority. Uh, they're within the Department of Corrections. They employ inmates. And they've been doing this since 1988. There's a couple of other states that do this. but They only save 
Uh, well, they, they don't save that much money anyway. This this is nonsense. Glasses are expensive. I've heard people complain that uh, that's why you've seen a lot of companies uh, pop up uh, that uh, they can do it cheaper and just mail you the glasses because sometimes people go to the the optical stores and they're like, oh, my God, it really costs that much. Yeah, um, yeah, they do. But, uh, but the thing is, you can't have them. You can't have them pretty good. You have to have them exact. So you've got to pay more for it. It's a, it's a highly skilled position. You can't take guys who the last thing they were doing was stabbing their girlfriend and have them create high-precision prescription eyeglasses. That, that That's absurd on its face. Well, I, I guess they get the prescription. The, the, the Medi-Cal people probably go into some sort of eyewear store and get a prescription, then it's sent to the state. I don't know how this works, but... Because they don't do the actual well, eye if it's exams at the prison. I guess but. if it's covered by Medicaid, then that's where the order goes uh, to the state prison, so violent prisoners can uh, can fulfill the order. I mean, this gives you an idea, because they keep expanding Medi-Cal coverage, right? The federal government requires that Medicaid offer vision benefits for children. Medi-Cal has generally covered routine eye exams. And a pair of glasses once every two years for this age group. Well, that makes sense because as kids grow, things change. But they did expand it in January of 2020 to adults. Do you know how many people now are in the eyeglass program for Medi-Cal? It's almost a million. Well, a million. It was yeah. only 490000 uh, three years I, ago. I, and this is all tax money. This is all tax money well, that a few yeah. years ago we weren't spending. Now we're, we're buying a million eyeglasses. Here's what they say. Well, look, they only pay them 20 bucks for every pair of glasses right. made. And, and it costs, <laughs> it looks like it costs about 50 bucks uh, if you, you send it to a private lab. The cost is 141% higher. So you round it off, it's about 50. Oh, so, geez. So they're saving $30 per pair of glasses. I guess these aren't designer glasses. No, <laughs> and, except they, they don't work. So they're they're not worth anything. You're, you're even getting for the frames when you go to those eyeglass stores. You're 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 getting you're getting you're getting ripped off even at nineteen dollars and sixty cents a pair, right? Because uh, if 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 your vision is still blurry, then then what's what's the point? They said that they used to be able to fill orders in five days, and then but the pandemic came along, and now it's taken thirty-seven days on average. They now claim they're doing better, and they're getting it back to about nine or ten days. Per order. So they talked to one prisoner. They threw him in prison in 2000. And uh, it, it, 10 years in prison. And for three years, he worked in the optical program. You notice it doesn't say what he did. It bothers me. He got a 10 year sentence. He must have hurt mm. somebody badly. But uh, after his release, he got a license from the American Board of Opticianry to manufacture and sell glasses. And now he owns. He helped open three other eyeglass stores across the state. No, no, doesn't, yeah, it doesn't say what his. Uh, no, it doesn't say his... what his crime was. <laughs> all right, now the other thing that's happening, and this made news yesterday, which also probably raised a few eyebrows. The state of California is going to use a hundred million dollars from this huge one hundred billion dollar budget surplus to create its own insulin. Uh, apparently, the price of insulin has gotten so exorbitant that uh, Newsom has decided that we need to uh, produce our own are in they, California. Are they going to use the same crew there that's making the glasses? I, the insulin comes three months late, you're dead, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're laughing. I, I, I ordered my insulin in in, uh, in March. I didn't come in yet, sorry. 
he claims that people who have diabetes and need insulin can spend three hundred to five hundred dollars a month out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Although I heard, you know, somebody interviewed today who said it isn't the cost of insulin production; it's the whole supply chain that has driven up the costs. And I guess the middlemen and the whole mm-hmm. you know, transporting it crap again. Uh, Newsom said $50 million will go to develop low-cost insulin products, another $50 million to create a California-based insulin manufacturing facility. Yeah, well, they didn't say maybe they are going to hire the inmates to go there and make Well, sure. <laughs> the inmates who can't cut the glass, you now can have them manufacture insulin. I mean, that seems to be another precision job, right? you got to get that just right, or you yeah, go into I... sugar shock and die. I. What's next? The inmates are going to do I mean, kidney transplants? We're going <laughs> to... <laughs> we're, we're gonna, gonna get, we're gonna we're gonna trust this this stupid government to, to to manufacture insulin. Uh yeah. Apparently, one of the big makers is Lilly. Eli Lilly says that the average monthly out of pocket cost for their insulin has actually decreased forty four percent to twenty one dollars and eighty cents over the past five years for a month. Uh, yes, monthly out of pocket cost about twenty two well, bucks. Well, so that there, doesn't sound too bad, but it's not. I mean, that's that, less than a dollar Is that all you need day. in a month is, is 22 bucks? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm questioning. Is that right? Because there's so much uh, wailing about the price of insulin. And uh, is this is this uh, after if you have insurance? It is. Yeah, that's what out-of-pocket means. Right. right. Yeah. Out-of-pocket means what you have to pay after your insurance coverage. What? So what's, what, uh, so what are we making insulin for? People who don't have insurance? I guess. Because $21 can't be a problem for anybody. Uh, well, you'd be surprised in this state yeah, with the poverty we I, have. I see. I saw people tw- be grousing about it. I saw, tw- I saw twenty-five people, no exaggeration, lined up the other day for Starbucks coffee, at uh, six bucks a cup. So well, it's your West Side weenies. No, no, this is up in Lake Arrowhead. Twenty-five people with people. second homes, vacation homes. No, those pe- are the uh, the the rich, <laughs> fat, leisurely. No, it's people with long beards. It was the locals. <laughs> we got more coming up. You should have seen the guys. John and Ken can't buy. Now, there's still news coming out of Illinois after that mass shooting on July 4th. Uh, Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, will come right on the show at 4.05 to give us the latest, which concerns that 2019 police visit where the shooter threatened to stab everybody to death with his collection of knives. And uh, police thought he was a clear and present danger, but that eventually got scrubbed from the final report, which helped him avoid closer scrutiny when he went to buy guns, both with his father and then on his own. Uh, Today's animal report, Deborah Mark, Mm. brings us an animal that was introduced into the southwestern United States in the 1500s by the Spaniards. Do you have any guess? I do not. (laughs) And it came from Africa. The Spaniards brought it from Africa. And there's quite a few in the Inland Empire, and they're the reason we're talking about animals. It is the donkey. And apparently we have an equine virus which is killing the donkeys. Oh, no. Yep. I like donkeys. They need vaccines. Is it donkey pox? No, it's not donkey pox. It's uh, described as an equine because they're from the horse family, Mm. as you probably know. And some call them burros, but that's just the Spanish word for a donkey, burros. Horsepox. Um, it could be horsepox. You could add pox to anything and it sounds funny, doesn't it? There is a big donkey oh. sanctuary out in Riverside. And uh, they're calling attention to this story because uh, 
Uh, well, the donkeys are dying. Um, and they're saying that this time around it's equine influenza. And uh, it started uh, in June. Several herds came down with it. They should be and wearing masks. One of the, the, you're right, and socially distancing. Where's Barbara Ferrer? Why don't we send her down to the donkeys? Hand out uh, the masks. When they're really sick, they will sit or lay down more. You'll actually see them down more. But they noticed... A couple of years ago, when another virus came around, it was different. And this one sounds weird. Now they're exhibiting symptoms where they could be lying under a tree, not standing. So we go to a system. They stand up and then they just die. Oh, gosh. Well, don't make them stand up then. Well, I, That's kind of cruel. They're probably going to die anyway. Let them sit. Do you see how it spreads? Yes, knees or a cough. These, well, <laughs> also, if they gather at a watering hole... And uh, they have a nasal discharge. They mm. shed the virus. Yeah, the nasal... They stick their whole nose and face in there. That's right. The, the nasal discharge, the virus gets in the water, and they consume it that way. So the donkeys are sucking in uh, mm. the other donkeys' nasal discharges. Oh. So don't, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't stick your nose in a donkey watering hole. Okay, thanks. Okay. Just another safety not... tip. It, this particular equine influenza is not infectious to humans. Although, didn't they tell us that with COVID? And, oh, sure. Well, actually, it got transmitted to some animals. But uh, anyway, that's the origins of it. Uh, so Donkey Land is looking for help uh, getting the vaccines to the donkeys. So they're not planning on doing anything terrible. In terms of, like, oh, you uh, mean culling them? Like yes. shooting the donkeys. Yes. No, yeah. it doesn't say that. That's okay. a good, good. point. Because no, this is a sanctuary. I don't think they would do that. They're just going to let sanctuary. them die in the hot sun. See, because in the chicken business, they need those chickens for eggs, and they don't want a bunch of them to die off before they can control it. So they just cull the flock and start over. But they don't do that with a sanctuary, no. Well, good. I'm glad. You never know these days. Did you hear her monkeypox story in the news? Uh, something about rectal gonorrhea. Rectal gonorrhea, exactly right. Yep. <laughs> now I didn't catch those two words. What, uh, what what do you have to do to get rectal gonorrhea? Well, anybody have a guess? What does that entail? Yeah. How do you catch that? Uh, this monkeypox story won't go away, will it? <laughs> no. no, it keeps because it's spreading. There's. I, it's not like there's tens of thousands of cases. Well, because. Because it's hard and, to spread. And no one's died, am I right? Although it has those terrible lesions that have to explode with pus. Or... You may want to die. I did read a guy who was interviewed that got the monkey pox. And uh, yeah, I didn't like what he went through. <laughs> he goes, you have to basically just wait for them to kind of pop. Oh, oh so you got to sit there with the lesions? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I guess you could pick them off, but maybe you shouldn't do that. Seems cause... like the rectal gonorrhea would hurt, right? Uh, well, that's not... I think the context of the story, Deborah Mark, is that who they want to get the vaccines to, yes. the monkeypox vaccines, yes. to people that already have rectal gonorrhea. Is there a connection between the two, or they just figure if you got the gonorrhea... No, they're probably more at risk. You're probably going to getting... get the monkeypox. Oh, God! You, you got the gonorrhea last Friday, you're going to be getting the monkeypox next Friday. They want to give out the vaccine as well to those that are at high risk. I don't know. I would stay well, home. The guy, whatever you're doing, stop doing it. I'd stay home. Who I read, who was interviewed, that had the monkeypox. Um, well, how do I put this gently? Uh, <laughs> he he went to a big party. I think it was Pride. Uh-huh. So the, he met somebody, and he and he said, "I 
Yeah, he probably he said I probably should have paused because I saw a big blister on his oh, nose. No, 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 that's no, ridiculous. No, no people are going to be eating. I probably should not have. Oh, oh come on. on. I probably should not have gone further. But. You think? You're caught up in the moment. <laughs> what would you do, all right? How could you get caught up in the moment I, I, seeing that? There is no moment that good. <laughs> There's no moment that would condemnation me, from the crowd that would make me go past. <laughs> Once I see off. the lesion, that's the stop sign there. I don't need any more. Uh, geez. All right. We can take a break because we need it. Alex Stone will be here. Uh, a clear and present danger is what the cops said about the, the mass shooter in Highland Park, Illinois, when they visited him in 2019 because he was threatening to stab people. And, uh, well, that got scrubbed from the final report. Alex Stone has more. John and Ken show. Deborah Mark has the news. KFI AM 640. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 